0: You're
1: listening to. Whoa! Potluck Potluck! Welcome to Asians in Baseball with your hosts, Kim Cooper, Naomi Ko, and Scott Okamoto. This podcast celebrates Asian and Asian native Hawaiian Pacific Islander American baseball players in the MLB.
0: in baseball oh my goodness have you missed us it's been a few weeks um so in case you forgot i'm kim and i'm joined here as always with naomi and scott how are you guys doing today
1: great to be here
0: yeah it's
1: been a while even though i saw you three weeks well, we, the three weekend. of us
0: have been, have been seeing a lot of each other, but we have not been uh, uh, seeing a lot of, well, I guess we're never seeing the listeners, but we <laughs> haven't been recording. Um, so let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. There's, as always, so much, and especially when we've had three weeks off so much. So we're going to get right into it with a very special, uh, a special shout out to start us off.
1: Yeah, I I just want to shout out to our most consistent listener, Gabby Scott from Duluth, Minnesota. Gabby is neither Asian or a baseball fan, but she listens to our podcast according to her older sister Anastasia, who I'm very good friends with. So Gabby, thank you for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate it. We hope that you are now big fans of Asians in baseball, and I already know she's a big fan of Shohei Otani, so we did our job. Good job, guys. Gosh, what's not to like? Hey, yeah. we I did know. it. Thank you thanks. so much, Gabby. Thank you, Gabby. That's
0: amazing. Uh, yeah. Ooh, and let me so interrupt
2: me. because before we go to the next thing, just want to say one of the weeks we were gone, we went to see Kim's one-person show, which was awesome. So if anyone out there gets a chance to see Kim Cooper's one-woman show, definitely go see it. It's great. Yeah,
1: we're talking to you, UCB. Put it on. <laughs> thank you. I mean, I <laughs> that, that's you. that's Naomi Ko's opinion, just FYI. Just I think that's that everybody's clear. opinion. I think that okay. you speak for everyone, everyone in the entire world. The whole world. I really do. I, I didn't want to make that claim, but <laughs> because everybody else is supporting my claim, then really I am speaking for everybody. Yeah. So yes, right. UCB, put up her show. Okay, thanks. All right. Thank you. Thank Moving you guys. On. Um
0: yeah. thank you. Thank you. Um I, I hope I hope we get to perform it more. Um, but, you know, I'll keep everybody posted on that. But in the meantime, let's hop back in because, good Lord, uh, buckle up, y'all. I'm sure you've seen some of this, but we're going to dive right in. Um, first of all, we, the three of us, have had a big few weeks because uh, we went to uh, Korea Night at Dodger Stadium, and then we also went down to San Diego to Petco Park to see Kim Ah-sung's bobblehead night or to get Kim Ah-sung's bobblehead on his bobblehead night. Um so first, uh, Naomi and I, it was, it was Scott's, Scott's kid's birthday, so Scott didn't join us, but uh, me and Naomi held it down for the team. We went out to Korea night, and my God, I've never seen so many Koreans at Dodger Stadium in my entire life.
1: I saw 13 people I knew that night.
0: <laughs> Outrageous. And 13 is so many. That's a lot. It was It was really fun. It was really fun, though. They were giving out free shots of soju. Um, we got to Bless meet the up. general Soju Frog, so that was like he's Asian, right? Like so, Asians in baseball, right? That's, does that count? Is mm-hmm. Asian? Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, he has to be Asian, um, and of course, I I called it before. The, I was like, they're gonna they're gonna incorporate this new. We'll talk about this later in the episode, but I was like, they're gonna incorporate this new recruit somehow because they just recruited this this kid out of out of uh, Korea. Uh, and they did, they did with a video that no one could hear.
1: Yeah, we were just like, okay, cool. So he obviously filmed this really quick on somebody's iPhone in the locker room in Korea. Probably a like,
2: Samsung phone, right?
1: Oh yes, I'm sorry, yeah, Samsung, yeah. the new Samsung Galaxy Flip. Uh, just FYI, Samsung, we're we're uh, open for corporate sponsorship. We can yeah. drop really great, unique ads. Like, what I'll we have did a just Samsung now.
0: if it's free. Yeah why not hell yeah
1: i want that flip phone see wow cool samsung please sponsor us anyway yeah it was pretty funny um but okay i guess you know they're trying to gear up the fan base before the march 2024 season um opener uh cool fun game picture's duel yeah yeah it was a pitcher's duel um uh, one of my friends came and joined us, and he commented how silent that we all were that <laughs> night. I was like, "That's because we really take this seriously." Well, you were keeping yeah, I- well, score. No, that,
0: yeah. This is my this is my complaint about the pitch clock. Now is that uh, I like it because the games, you know, the games are moving faster. But I also don't like it because then when you go to watch a baseball game with people, you can't socialize anymore. I'm like locked in. I'm like, I have got to watch every single goddamn pitch of this game. Like, yeah. I need to get my money's worth.
1: Out yeah, that's, game. that's why we show up early. We drink and eat before the game. So yeah. then we don't have to move at all. Like, I don't. Yeah. The only time I want to leave my seat is when I absolutely have to go to the bathroom, which is still like four times during a game because of yeah. my small bladder. Oh, but anyway, fine. it was. But yeah, I can't. I can't because now I do this new thing where I keep score at every game that I go to in person. That's like my new memory keeping Crap, whatever, blah blah blah. So, like, I can't, I can't leave. And whenever I went to the bathroom, Kim and Kim and John had to keep score for for me because otherwise, I come back and I didn't know what happened. Because but that's fun. Score. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun to
0: keep score. It's yeah. fun to keep score. But, yeah, uh, that was our adventure to Dodger Stadium. It was fun. Sorry to Naomi's friend um, who didn't really get to hang out with us because he he was hanging out physically with us, and we were locked in. Yeah, he was
1: right in the middle between us
0: while we were like –
1: He's like,
2: no one's talking to me.
0: We're not the – in that way, we're not the most fun people to attend a baseball game with because we're locked in. We're watching the – again, I must see every single
1: pitch. Which is, I think it's great when we all go to the game together because we don't have to talk. We all have the mutual understanding of exactly what we need to do.
0: Yeah. And then we're like, oh, 5 3 on the putout.
1: Wow.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah. But it was also funny because it was funny to be there with a bunch of people who who maybe don't like watching baseball games with people uh, who don't maybe watch a lot of baseball is interesting too because. Um, it's just it, it's just fun for me uh, because I'm so locked in on the game. Um, we were also locked in on the game, but like other people are just there to have a good time, and I think that's that's good also.
1: Uh, yeah, one of my friends took like 500 Instagram stories of the Korea Heritage Night game, and she was just like, "Oh my god, why didn't you post anything?" I'm like, "Because I was locked in. I can't keep score and take a picture at the same time." No,
0: no, we're busy.
1: We're busy. You can, you Although we did get to take some minutes. pictures.
0: Yeah, that is true, in between innings. And we did take some pictures before they had um, fan dancing and, again, the General Soju Frog, which was my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they had, like, a little, like, name scramble. Anyway, this isn't interesting. Go to the Dodgers Instagram. You can see, you can see yeah. We don't need to take pictures because the yeah, Dodgers do Instagram has the pictures. Uh, but then we also, uh, merely days later, less than a week later, we drove down to San Diego, Um to petco park it was my first time at petco park and we went to go see Kima song uh on his bobblehead night and we also had hoped to see Chejiman, but he is on the il he's actually still on the il he was only supposed to be on the 10 day he could have been activated on the day we were down there but he was not and he's still not activated so we hope that you're okay Chejiman. um but yeah we had a we had fun yeah, yeah cool road to- trips.
1: Yeah, that was uh, a shout out to Scott, especially since he did all of the driving. So, yes. uh, thank you for that, Scott. Uh, we I really appreciate down that. There.
2: It's it's a drive I know well, L.A. to San Diego, but we avoided yeah. most of the traffic except for the freeway closure on the way home. But yeah,
1: yes, our our things. listeners do not care about California no. traffic, but it no. was a it was a good that would, that was a really fun. Game. I just love how much everybody loves Kim Ha Sung. Right. They love him so. much. It's so, so sweet. Much. So
2: many signs and T-shirts. So and many not signs. not Asian folks. You know, there were yeah. there were they were white folks and brown folks and some Asians. But yeah, when I, when I saw all, they the cameras pan around and put it up on the jumbotron, all the fans holding their their Kim Ha Sung's Ha sorry Ha Sung Kim signs. Um, <laughs> And, you know, flouting their t-shirts and, and man, he's, be- he's beloved in San Diego. They've really, they've yeah. really taken to him.
1: It was kind of funny as we were walking around the ballpark, people would like point their signs to me being like, look, look at my Kim Ha Song sign. I wrote his name in Korean <laughs> and I'm like, and I was just, I was just like, why, why are you doing that to me? But I guess I look like very obvious Korean person. Yeah. You're probably um, the
2: most Korean presenting of of us
1: um yeah. yeah yeah um so and probably because i'm wearing a kimasang t-shirt yeah that's well, you in both Korean. were weren't you yeah we were wearing yeah, we, host- me and him we were matching that's so right we, we got the shirts
2: no we were pretending to be padres fans and i think we did it
1: yes oh yeah it, it's like you know i think what's really great is that Padre Padre fans recognize that like Kim Asang is is clutch. He's one of the best players, if not the best player on the team right now, in my opinion, which is probably true because And in Fernando you... Tatis Jr.'s yeah. opinion. That, oh yes. And we all know Tatis Junior is right. Um He has very we... good judgment.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Such such a track record of judgment, yeah
1: but it you know it, they the padres really love their asian players and not only did we see so many players um f- so many fans wearing kim um gear and like they did they are doing so much promotional stuff for kim i am i am kind of bummed out that they did the kim Song t-shirt giveaway and i mean kim Song hat giveaway where it's like a neon in their city connect um, colors with Kim Song's name in Korean on the side of the baseball cap. So many people were wearing that hat. I was just like, "Give me really? that hat! Give me and yeah. Kim that hat!" We were
0: like, "Where do we buy it?" Oh, it was a giveaway. We were yeah. so upset. Yeah, we were so eBay. upset. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they were like eighty dollars on eBay, which you know Oof. is yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. There were a lot of players with, there were also, uh, players, there were also, uh, fans who were wearing like you Darvish's Jersey written in Japanese. Like it was very cool. It was very unexpected. Um, very, very, very unexpected. Um, and yeah, it was, it was fun. It was a rough, rough game to watch a lot of Padres errors, but we're not here to shit on the Padres. We're here to talk about Asians. Um, and uh, we so also in in our time when we were in San Diego, and also uh, since we've not been. Uh, recording the Little League World Series happened, and uh, as always, you know there were Asians in the Little League World Series. Um, most notably, California walks off to win the Little League World Series. The walk off was hit by Lewis Lappy, who is a twelve, the largest twelve year old possibly in the world. He's over six feet tall. He's enormous, um, and his mom is Asian. They kept cutting to the stands, and we were like, "Oh my god, his mom is Asian." Um, yeah. He's probably so-
2: thirteen. You have to, be, you just have to be twelve at the cutoff date. So you got all these see. these kids who've had a year almost, you know, if if their mm. if their birthday is like right before the uh-huh. cutoff date, then then they're thirteen, <laughs> they're they're, they're yeah, six yeah. feet and tall and Yeah, yeah, and that's a
0: and that's an age where that, where you can shoot yeah, up big overnight, spurts, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Curaçao had not given up a home run for the entire playoffs, entire Little League World Series, and at the very eleventh uh, hour, give up a, a walk off to Lewis Lappi. Um, and then there's a very cute video on Twitter or X whatever the fuck. Um, sorry, I, or do we swear? I forget. It's been yeah. so we long. Swear. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Team Japan is congratulating California after the game, and it's just so sweet because they're all like reaching through the fence to each other, and then they're all like taking a photo with each other. And, like, like, and Team Japan is like in in the fe- like behind the fence, like right in the stands, and Team California is like on uh, on the field. And it's just—it's very cute. It's very sweet.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of camaraderie that they promote in this little the world little Little League World Series, where the the players really enjoy the international aspect of it. Get a, the the international players probably get along with the Americans better than the Americans get along with the Americans. There's more like <laughs> interstate oh, that's rivalries. true because
1: right, right because competition is so tough within the United States. Yeah. But I mean, it is true. Got, like all, yeah. all
2: of those kids from all over the world um, who, who make it to the tournament, um, they get along great and, and, and they like hang out and, and they eat pizza together. And yeah, yeah. it's really cool.
0: That's so sweet. That's so cute. Oh, that's nice. Because it is, it is highly competitive, but they're children. Like they should be having a good time. They should be making friends. So that's really nice that they are. Um, Also notable from the Little League World Series is that Chinese Taipei threw a combined perfect game um, as reported by John Boy. Thank you, John Boy. Um, And that was the first perfect game in Little League World Series history since 2017. So congratulations.
1: They have a little little two-way player from Chinese Taipei that they're calling Taiwanese Shohei. So
0: watch out. Let's see if he's 12 now, he can get recruited at what? 18, 18, 19.
2: Yeah. Well, they can mm-hmm. get recruited at 15, I think.
0: That's um, too young.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Shohei's in Little League. They're, they're, all the pitchers hit, so. Um, sure, sure. But yeah, we'll see. It's a, it's a little early. But to- they're
1: saying, like, he has, the like, more potential to be Shohei Otani than the other kids. All right. Which is better than two years ago when that really annoying op-ed came out in the Wall yeah. Street Journal where they were the, like, kids. About yeah, the American can be like America's answer to Shohei Ohtani. It's like no, America's answer yep. to Shohei Ohtani is Shohei Ohtani because he plays yeah. in the MLB. <laughs> so <laughs> you're welcome. You're Thank welcome. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Yeah. That's not that's not the
1: right vibe at all. nope yeah. nope Anyway, more more about Shohei later. As as we all know, we talk about him at last because I'm sure everybody's waiting to because, talk about here edging. Uh, yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> Well, we'll just Thanks, keep the God. edging. We'll just keep the edging going. Um let's let's move on to the position players cuz there's so much oh my goodness, truly so much to talk about this week. There's a lot of guys that in the past few weeks uh were sitting and have either come back or not come back. Um, one of these guys is, uh, Masataki Yoshida, um, Alex Cora, the manager for the Red Sox had been sitting Masa more, um, because he felt like he was getting tired. Um, his former team in Nippon professional had kind of given the Red Sox. We talked about this before on the podcast, but had given the Red Sox kind of like warning signs of like, Oh, he's getting tired. He's starting to like, you know, lose form. And he, he's starting to like, Uh, Alex Cora was like, he's still hitting well, even though he's tired. But obviously they need to protect him. They need to protect his health, which is, again, something that we'll talk about extensively later in the Mm. episode about teams not protecting their players. But um, so he was he was sitting for a while. um, uh, He had never played more than 143 games in Japan Um, And they all play in one time zone there. So it's a big adjustment to come to Major League Baseball where you're playing 162 games. You're playing across four time zones. So um, he has been doing a lot better um, since then. And even so, with this slump, he's still hitting 339 over his last 30 games. So don't get it twisted. Like, the man is not, like, he's not doing poorly. He's just, like, at the risk of burnout, I think, is more of, like. No, all mm -hmm. of Major
2: League Baseball would love to be in that kind of a slump.
0: Yeah, a kind of slump. Sign where, well, me up the, for
2: hitting three thirty nine. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, and he he's hit three eighty five in his last seven games, so he's obviously doing. Yeah, he fine. got better. Doing, he's doing fine. Um, a couple a couple highlights of his from the last few weeks. Um. He was playing at Fenway, uh, and on uh, August 9th, um, a ball got hit into the light in the monster, and he's, like, looking around. He's like, where did the ball go? And it's, like, inside of the light. Um, <laughs> so that's a ground rule double, but it was cute. It was cute. Um, not his fault, obviously. Um, on the, on August 18th, he hits a three-run home run against the Yankees, plus an RBI single, and then on the 29th, he went 3-4-3 with a double two walks and three runs scored against the Astros. Yep, yep. Bless
1: up. Bless Dude,
2: up. Bless up today, right?
0: Um oh yeah, that's today.
2: Yeah. Up to the up to the moment.
0: Yeah, so. Yep. Bless up, bless up. Thank you. Masa, um, yeah, a bunch of other guys have been kind of like s- sitting and, and the Yankees right now, the Yankees are imploding. The Yankees have given up. The Yankees are, are thinking forward to next season.
2: I will say um, nothing. I will not gloating. I am not smiling. <laughs> I'm just mm, Interesting. The Yankees, yeah, sorry
0: to our Yankees fans. I mean, they hmm. know. Everybody
1: knows. The For Yankees- our listeners, Scott looks so happy right now, even though he's saying he's not smiling, but now he's covering his smile. No, because no. he's smiling.
0: No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, my teeth. Yeah. The, yes, the Yankees, the Yankees have not done so well this year. Um, uh, uh, IKF, unfortunately, has lost a lot of playing time now uh, because they are starting to bring in uh, rookies to get them ready for next year. Um, and I was reading today that that's something it's kind of like a full circle moment, but in a bad way for him, because he actually experienced that when he was on the Rangers, that the Rangers right. were not doing well. And so he got brought up as a rookie when they weren't doing well to kind of get him adjusted to the majors. So it sucks for him. He becomes a free agent at the end of this season. So hopefully he can go somewhere where he's going to
1: get the kind of playing time that he deserves. Mm-hmm. Because if, if uh, Christian Yelich can make the comeback that he made this year, I'm pretty sure IKF can.
0: And he and he like has had surges in the yeah. year of like doing really well. I think it's a combo of like he in an interview that I read with him, he was like he was like, you know, he both wants to play right. He wants to play often. He wants to play every day, but then also he wants to play for a winning team. So finding that like sweet spot, I don't think the Yankees is it even though he really Likes the Yankees and had always wanted to play for the Yankees.
2: Yeah, see?
0: Yeah. (laughs) But um, Anthony Anthony Volpe, speaking of Yankees, Anthony Volpe, uh, rookies and Yankees, he has made a significant improvement on the year. He was not batting over 200 for most of the year, um, and he has improved to 240 over his last seven games, 250 over his last 15 games. So that's that's pretty good for where he came from.
2: baby steps, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's see. What else do we have going on? Other guys um, that had been benched, Seiya Suzuki, had been benched for four games. Again, due to, quote, slumping, this man was not slumping. Um, Because it's like, like, right, it's like, okay, you're slumping, but you're still, like, hitting over 300. You're fine. You're not slumping. (laughs) Um, But he had been benched for four games in early August, um, and uh, then he when he came back his first game back triples on the first very first pitch he sees that in the game goes through for 4 with an RBI two runs scored on the yeah. 20th and 21st back to back homers in both games in the 16 games since August 5th through 8th when he wasn't playing he is hitting 390 with a 431 on base percentage 763 slugging percentage. <sighs> yeah In that stretch, yeah, all these stats are coming from MLB. In that stretch, he has four home runs, six doubles, two triples, two triples, 11 RBI, five runs, five walks, and 65 plate appearances.
1: 15. He is hitting
0: 370
1: over his last seven. Yeah. Wow. Man, I wish I could be like Saya Suzuki and (laughs) Yoshida and be like, I'm slumping, guys. In yeah. just life, yeah, and then sorry, really I'm like slumping. come back. I'm and... only
2: hitting 390. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'll do better I, next. I, I, wish time. I
1: wish to carry that energy now into into the rest of this year. Right. The, yeah. The Suzuki and Yoshida slump. That's slump. Which is again, it's not a slump.
0: You're <laughs> it's not, not a slump. That's, it, that's. They're just it. like tired, right? They're just yeah. tired.
2: I don't know if I've if ever think, seen cause... that. Like someone be to be labeled as being in a slump, hitting over 300. What, what do they think they are? Ted Williams?
1: Is this their way yes, to try to manage expectations of these players? I think
0: that especially for Yoshida, it seems like it's because they don't want him to tank. They don't want him to like keep going, and he doesn't have the stamina to make it through a 162-game season, and he totally tanks at the end is my my guess.
1: Yeah, but and, they're not going to go to the playoffs. Let's be real. Yeah,
2: I wonder what they're saving him for.
1: Yeah.
0: Is there a series against like the Yankees? A, I, I think just in general, like the stamina, right? Like to yeah. to be able to make it healthy healthy through the through the end of the season, and then with Suzuki, um, it seems like he was doing fine, but he was just kind of mentally in a funk. It seems like, and um, mm. so I can't remember who managed. And he was health.
1: injured in the off season and couldn't even play in the WBC. So I could probably right. so being mindful of not re-injuring yeah.
0: him too, and. Uh but it seems like he just the who, I can't remember who manages the Cubs now. Not Joe Madden, but somebody else. Um uh, but uh the former was,
1: catcher from the twenty sixteen team. Who's that guy? Oh you guys know uh, him? From?
2: David um, what's his face? Yeah.
1: Yeah, the catcher from the twenty sixteen team, Dodgers. the Joe Madden yeah. manager, he's the one who's now managing for the Cubs.
0: We have the capability to look it yeah. up, but yeah. we just won't. But whatever. Um no. you can <laughs> you can look it up and DM us on Instagram who it is. Uh but anyway, that person was like, he just needs some time to like get to, to slow down and to watch the game. It's easier to like adjust yourself when you're when you're able to watch
1: um, And and I mean and for Suzuki, they are trying to save him because the Cubs have found their stride oh, somehow. Yeah. Cody Bellinger is now yeah. coming Comeback to Comeback Player his, of the Year. Yeah coming back to his 2020 2019 form um and yeah um so the cubs are currently in the run for the wild card so i could see why they really want to rest suzuki because they need him they're gonna they really need his arm they really want to make this run yeah postseason so
0: that makes sense fair yeah yep um and also, just they gotta they gotta respect these players like they're people. Also, they're not they're you know you gotta listen to people's bodies and and let them rest sometimes. Um, I think
1: that will be today's theme. Just rest yeah. sometimes. Yeah, just rest is, sometimes. And this is whoa, new
2: whoa. To, to baseball because back in the day, you know, you just played until you died, <laughs> and so right. they didn't they didn't have management like this to to say you know you you look a little less energetic so we're gonna give you a rest it was just like no you get your ass out there and play was the mentality and so maybe maybe this is good this will cut down on injuries and yeah well i think
0: that they're like very aware of the fact that 162 games when you're playing at this caliber of where they are in 2023 with professional baseball is like it's so fucking hard on your body and like it like, you know, guys are having like two Tommy John surgeries and that's that's starting to become like more and more common. Uh, And so I think they're just like if we we need to we need to take care of our investments.
1: Yeah. Or they could just cut the season in half. In my opinion, they're never going to do that, though. I know there is.
0: But 162 games is too many. I agree. It's too many. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Speaking of uh, wild things that happened, I guess. How's that for transition? Not, not my best. We're moving on. Pretty um, Stuart, Stuart Fairchild, who had been sent back to AAA, was recalled to the majors. And on August 8th, he hit a Little League home run against the Marlins. It is not officially a little league home run, according to the scorer who ruled it a triple plus a throwing error on Luis Arise. Um, But it is a little league home run. He scored. He he scored on his own hit. Um, It is a very wild video. If you haven't seen it, we will link it. Um, It should have just been a little pop up and the right fielder missed it, rolled to the corner. He, Stewart blows through the stop sign from the third base yeah. coach. Um, cause he was already halfway to home and he, and yeah. he was like, ah, oh, let me just keep going. The throw to the plate bounces out of the catcher's glove. The catcher is halfway up to third base and Stewart scores easily. Glorious.
2: Yep. It happens. Now that's a
0: comeback. That is a comeback. That's a real F you to the people that sent me down. Yeah. Um, and then on the 20th, unfortunately, he crashed headfirst into the wall, making a play. Um, and he went on the seven-day IL, but he has been reactivated, so he's okay. But Stuart, he's putting in the work. He's doing youth, it. Youth. Yeah, youth. Yeah. What's that like? We don't know anymore. Speaking of youth, here, that was a good transition. Corbin Carroll is, the man is hot, people. The, the man is hot. Over the last seven games, Corbin Carroll is hitting 400. He is hitting 279 on the year as a rookie. I mean, my goodness. His bobblehead night. He had a bobblehead night on uh, the 26th, which was over the weekend. Um, And his parents, they did an unboxing video. His parents unboxing the bobblehead. And it's very cute. They're so proud of him. And his mom's like, oh, I can't wait to see like all the kids with this bobblehead. It was really sweet.
1: Mm. nice maybe maybe they'll send one to Ichiro and see what Ichiro thinks of it there you go that's a free idea MLB
0: well not free you need to pay Naomi for that one that's right um, yeah and it was also funny because his mom commented on how uh, everybody always comments on the faces of the bobbleheads how they don't like look like the player she yeah. just like made a little like side comment about that <laughs> uh, but she said they got his hair right and we all said that with the Kimasong bobblehead, it doesn't look like him, but it says his name on it. So legally,
1: it's yeah, right. it's just a white man with pale skin and black eyebrows and black hair. That's right. That's it. But it was cool with the helmet because the helmet, the helmet can't comes com- it comes off yeah. because Kimasang, uh helmet never stays on. His it's always flying and pretty game.
2: flawless. So they got that.
1: That's true. What sunscreen is he using? I don't know. It's just, I think with how the Padres are playing right now, Kim Song and Tejimon just needs to start like doing a skincare, like YouTube video tutorial in the middle of the games in between at bats. That would be really funny.
0: Absolutely. Could not agree more. Um, Before we move on to Kim Song, just real quick. uh, Need to also shout out Corbin Carroll. uh, uh, The next day after his bobblehead night, uh, he became the fourth rookie in major league history with at least 20 home runs and 40 stolen bases. Um, the last one's going to
1: win rookie of the year.
0: Yeah. The last person to do that in 2012 was Mike Trout. So I've heard shit. of him. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to him? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? Uh, to him? Who we knows? Know. We don't know. What um, team is he on? We don't know. We don't. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to say. Uh But going back to Kim song. Uh, my goodness. He's. Uh, he, he's he's having the freaking time of his life and we're having the time of our lives watching him.
1: Um, He, he is Mr. Padre this year. It seems really, like know, it. Because th- the Padres for context, they have what should be Murderer's Row. Yeah. One through four, right? You got Tatis, you got Machado, you got Bogarts. Juan Soto. Like, Juan Soto, you got some of the most feared and dangerous hitters in the MLB. All of them are actually are in a real slump. Not a Saya Suzuki or Masataka Yoshida slump. We're talking about like two hundreds ERAs. Like they've been striking batting out. Average, like they're yeah. com, they're batting. I mean, yeah, their batting average in the past. Fifteen games have been like probably a combined one point five. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. Like they have been really bad. They are not playing well. And but we saw.
0: We saw three errors at the game we went
1: to. We saw three yeah. errors. That was that
2: kind was... of the Padres' season in in a nutshell.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, three errors is like something really bad's going on. Um, yeah. But Kim Ha Sung, Kim Ha despite it all, is he's he's pushing through this.
1: Yeah, Kim ha Song is really becoming the most reliable player on the Padres and he has really just shown it in in the sense that he he's had a 16-game uh hitting streak in early to mid August. Uh, the last person who did that was uh oh, Hold on. She's <laughs> in so okay. Yeah, for for any Korean Oh, for a Korean. in the MLB. And then he hit a grand slam the night before we got to go to Petco park.
0: And then again, the night that we went to Petco park, we did not watch any grand slams. We did not watch the Padres score, even one run. And we saw three errors. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Kim got a hit though.
0: Really can't get over the three errors.
1: Yeah. But I, I think what's, what's really cute is that according to the Korea times is that his grand slam was his 300th career major league hit. So it's like, Two very significant milestones have come together. Yeah, into yes. one.
0: I will say, as, I, I I did not um, look anything up to corroborate that fact. And the Korea Times also reported that he had his grand slam on his bobblehead night, which is again not not true. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, somebody somebody fact check fact check that.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, Korea Times. Um, Kim Osung is your star MLB player. Maybe you guys could put a little bit more work into it and make sure you get the days right. Um. Yeah, it's like, it would have been sick if we would have seen. If we would yeah. have seen we saw
2: no Grand Slam. the
0: Grand Slam on his bobblehead night, Petco mm-hmm. Park would have lifted off the ground and <laughs> floated into outer space. Like, that's how freaking yeah. hype the people, the fans would have been. Yeah, and, and we forgot to say this, too, which is so crazy. On Kim Osung's bobblehead night, It was sold out on a Tuesday night when we went Mm -hmm. to uh, also uh, or on a Thursday when we went to Dodger Stadium to for Korea night, it was like half sold. Like the fans are there in San Diego. And I felt so awful for them that they they showed up. I mean, we got there early. We got there early and like we were, you know, walking around San Diego. We were at a bar and whatever. And it was the bar was packed full of people like Fans, everybody's wearing Padres gear. Everybody's going to the game, and then they watch three errors. I mean, I didn't like it, but I'm, you know, this is not my home team. I just felt so bad for them, and they love Kim Song so much. I don't know. I just felt really bad. Yeah,
2: <sighs> but not that.
0: Anyway, bad. But, um... <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> little, I felt bad. I felt, I felt a little
2: bad, but you know, it's on 162 games. It happens, but um. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'm, it wasn't Kim making three errors.
0: No, he did not make any errors.
1: He made some clutch yeah, plays. Made some great his, plays on the infield. A oh barehanded my God. throw. And, his, yeah, his. Arm got a is throw. Yeah, he. You know, I. I really, I don't know when his free agency is going to come up. I think it, it's going to actually come up next year. Ooh, this is this his is, third year. This I think this he his has a year. Yeah. So or next year will be his walk year. But I I don't think his contract year.
2: Oh, it's the last year of a player. So historically, players have their best seasons in their walk year because they're looking at getting a big contract. Um, Mm. And so you see statistically, players tend to do a little better, if not a lot better in the last year of their contract. To, to try and
1: uh-huh.
2: get the next one
1: yeah so he signed a four-year 28 million dollar salary and that was when this is just and, his third year so
2: he has one more yeah this
1: is his third year so next year will be his walk okay.
2: year. well he's oh my god he's improved every if historically
1: year. oh my oh my goodness if his if this is his predecessor walk year, then next year is going to be yeah, insane in yeah um but he he will definitely win a Gold Glove this year. I can't see him not winning a Gold Glove now.
2: Well, like, the will, only thing against him winning the Gold Glove because he hasn't played a single position the whole year. He's been moved around right. a lot. So,
1: is there
0: like a a minimum number of games that you have to play at one position?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I just know it, it's ugh, it's not looking good because he he's played all three infield positions. So.
0: And he's like constantly overlooked. We talked about this with the All Star game. Like people just don't give him the respect that he deserves. Yeah. Um, so in that way, I wouldn't be surprised if he's overlooked for a gold glove as well.
2: I'll say this on MLB, Brian Kenny always talks about him as like the best shortstop, as one of the best in the game. So
1: he really is. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. I. I really think he, how can you not win a gold glove this year when you lead in defensive? Court? Right. No.
2: Yeah. Like, that, well, that's obviously the argument like, for. It's just for which position yeah. becomes the issue.
0: But like, what's so, like, I, what I'm not encouraged by, because gold glove is decided by journalists, right? Yeah. Or is it decided by players?
2: <laughs> journalists.
0: Yeah. So, so maybe he has a better shot at that. I was really discouraged by the fact that, um, you know, the All Star Game, right? First round, that's that's fan pick. But then, like the managers did not select him for like uh, the reserves or whatever it's called. And I was really offended, <laughs> quite frankly. I was like, "How freaking dare you guys?"
1: Yeah, Absolutely. who got picked instead from the Padres? It was Hater and Juan Soto, right? So that was the Padres selection for the reserves, and it's just like those two. I mean, Hater, I guess, but Soto, what? I also didn't appreciate how Soto um a couple weeks ago uh in the athletic talked about how he was just like it's like the whole team gave up and I'm just out here giving it all- my all. I'm like Oh shut up. Um yeah. <laughs> shut up, Juan Soto. I'm
0: not seeing him giving his all. I'm seeing I'm seeing Kim Song giving his all.
2: Yeah. If that's his all, it's not very much. So I'll say that.
1: Yeah, I was that like I liked how Tati said Kim Song is the best player on the team, but I don't understand why. I don't know where this ego is coming from. Well, he's like twenty-two or
2: twenty-three, so he's a kid.
0: Yeah, he also had a big ego when Otani was coming. That he was like, "I'm gonna like light him up" or whatever. He absolutely did not. So he he did not. (laughs) We're still waiting uh, for that that light to
2: to to turn on. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. But. You know, we'll see what happens with Kim Ha We'll see what happens with the Potters. Well, we already know what's happening with the Potters, but we'll see what happens with with Kim Ha Um, and, and quickly before uh we move on to uh the the pitchers because we're trying to keep this moving at a, a quick clip. Obviously, yeah. this isn't comprehensive, um, because this is three weeks of baseball that we're trying to put into not a six hour episode. Um, but very quickly, uh, uh we want to um. Send, send some good vibes to Lars Neutbar. Um, Unfortunately, on August 16th, he left the game with a, quote, lower abdomen contusion. Read he fouled a ball off of his uh, groin. Groin, yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> That's lower abdomen. <laughs> he,
0: he went, yeah, a lower abdomen. Compu- I mean, technically it is below your abdomen. Um, he went on the 10-day IL. Uh, I don't believe he's come or no, he was activated today, I think. Um. Anyway, uh, uh, good, good, good vibes to you, Lars. He had been hot before his injury. He was hitting 357 over his last seven games. Um. Speaking of hot, really quick, uh, somebody who is shockingly hot. So Connor Wong is hot right now. He's hitting 391 over his last seven. Uh, and Connor Joe is hitting 435 over his last seven games and 306 over his last last
1: fifteen. Yeah that's good because we haven't heard that name in a while so yeah he has come back from his slump
0: yeah he's still holding it down for the pirates over there um and the last thing i'll say before we move on is big news you've probably already seen it but we talked before about how colton wong was released by the mariners unfortunately and guess where he came he came to the dodgers that is correct colton wong is now a dodger Um, He was signed on the 9th of August to a minor league deal and he is now playing for triple a. So hopefully the Dodgers can do the, do the old Kike Hernandez on him, you know, like help him get back to get back to who he is so that he can.
1: Yeah. And I, and I think it was really smart for on the Dodgers to bring uh, to pick up Colton Wong, because even though this is a rebuilding year for the Dodgers, the Dodgers are number one in the NL West. Um, they brought in a slew of rookie pitchers, but they're still doing very well. Um, and and the thing is, is that Colton Wong is clutch in the postseason, and that is something they definitely need for their post for the Dodger postseason run. He has the experience; he knows what it's like to compete. He came up as a rookie. If you guys remember from that um, episode, into the postseason for the Cardinals. So I think you know this. I'm really like. Trying to keep my expectations leveled, but I I am excited because I think you know if if the Dodgers can help him tweak a little bit, help him adjust at the plate, I think it, this might be a really exciting postseason run for the Dodgers
2: yeah. if
1: they call yeah, up if he Colton makes Wong. the squad,
2: right? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. But I think that like uh, what we were talking about previously with Seattle is like he was obviously not vibing with the hitting coaches there. Like whatever they were mm-hmm. telling him was just like not not working for him. Um, so. Obviously, the Dodgers are hitting very well. And uh, I, I think something that is not Asians and baseball related, but like just as a Dodger fan, like they, they ha- are having so much fun right now. And I think that if Colton does have the opportunity to get called up, like it, for him to be able to like play without pressure in that way might be really, really helpful for him. And I think that's Mm -hmm. why, like, you know, we've talked about this before, like Kim song is able to like do quite well is because he's, he's kind of playing without pressure, right? Like he and Shohei are a little bit in the same situation where they're trying to carry their entire team. But uh, (laughs) once you're out of the playoff picture, it's like, well, we just need to get out there and I need to make myself look as good as possible. And, um, anyway, hopefully, hoping that, hoping that this is, is the right match that Colton Wong needs.
1: Yeah, just keeping my fingers crossed that he does well in AAA and that he can come up. Come up. Call yeah. him up, Dodgers. Call him up. Let's Call see it. Call him up. Call him because, up. Because that will be fun. Oh, Finally. my God. We're, An Asian player. Uh, hell, yeah. Actively playing yeah. for the Dodgers. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. For fucking once.
0: All right. Let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about the pitchers and some other guy that I forget his name right now. It doesn't matter.
1: Mm-hmm. Bob.
2: Hello, I'm Phil Yu, and I'm the host of All the Asians on Star Trek, the
1: podcast in which I interview all the Asians on Star Trek. I'm talking to actors, writers, directors, stunt people, background extras. You know, All the Asians on Star Trek. Find out more at alltheasiansonstartrek.com, part of the Potluck Podcast Collective. Live long and prosper.
2: I'm going to record when they say... Reading the name. bottom of the three, your <laughs> So we're sitting up here in the third deck, the Asians and baseball crew, pretending to be Padres fans. Naomi and Kim are both wearing brown Padres t-shirt jerseys with Hasan Kim's name in Korean, right, on the back.
1: Just Hasan. Just
2: says Hasan. So yeah, sitting next to Naomi and Kim wearing their Padres gear, I feel like we're-, we're Oh,
1: Plumpton. Wild pitch.
2: He got out of the way. Anyway, I think we're passing for Padres fans. Technically I lived here, so I'm local. I should also point out that Naomi's keeping score in an actual hard copy with a pencil score sheet. So I'm an old man. legit.
0: Ooh. Alrighty, we are back. And let's get into let's get into what pitchers have been getting into. What's going on with the pitchers?
1: All right, as we mentioned earlier, the Dodgers did finally sign a Korean onto their team. What's John. Up? Jung Hyun Suk. He is a 19 year old pitcher from the uh, from South Korea, and um, I, I guess now they have a Korean to parade for March 2024 season yeah. opener. So if he makes a squad, yeah. I mean, no, I think they're still going to parade him even if he doesn't make the squad. Just to be Yeah, like, they're going to make the... him show up just for yeah,
2: proof of life. I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, the games count, right? So you, you can't just, like, let him throw him out there and get hammered or anything.
1: No, so no, no. I hard. don't even... Th- I'm not talking about he's going to throw in no, the like game. No, like, physically they'll be, I'll like... they'll just be there. They're, yeah, and they're just going to... they got
2: to give him a like if they're winning by like ten, you know, at the end of the game, they'll put him. You know, they'll put him in.
0: But that's yeah. assuming yeah. that he makes a forty man as like a twenty year well, right. old, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which if seems yeah. seems unlike like right now he's in single A, I think. So yeah, but he I, uh, he's 19. he was yeah. he was the expected to be the number one pick in the KBO draft, and he decided oh. that he wanted to come to MLB instead.
2: All right. Yeah, you know who else was nineteen when he debuted? Fernando Valenzuela.
0: Wow. Oh.
1: Okay. What? Big shoes to fill. Yeah. John. Yeah. Um, I'm going to set my expectations way lower than that because Fernando is a legend and a once in a generation uh, pitcher. Um, yeah. So he, he has had a pretty successful career in his high school. Total ERA is 1.85. He struck a 102 in the course of 68 in a third inning. So he he is he's exciting, he's tall, he's big, he's got a cannon of an arm. He he has all the potential of being the next Park Chan um, what's really interesting is that because of Park Chan Korea's number 1 you know, MLB team is the Dodgers, so I'm just, so yeah, I really think they're just gonna parade him out, even if he doesn't make the forty man. Then he's just gonna he's just gonna stand there and introduce himself before the game, before it then turns into a Padres game because everyone else will probably be cheering for Kim Song.
0: As well, All they right. should. He is big though. He's six two and one hundred and ninety eight pounds. That is a big nineteen year old.
1: Yeah, yeah eat your garbage, you grow up big and strong all right another korean another very big korean Hyun Jin. Big Koreans. yeah so in the past few weeks he has reset his first start was in the beginning of august it was pretty rough but then on august 7th against the Guardians. He came back four innings, zero hits, zero runs, only two strikeouts, so he's starting to find himself again. His uh, most notable game is on August 26th. Uh, I'm sorry, August 20th versus the Reds. No ERAs, just one walk, seven strikeouts. And then the 26th, he made a new record. He threw the slowest curve ball by an MLB pitcher that resulted in a strikeout at 64.6 <laughs> miles per hour. So, getting inspiration from fellow Asian in baseball, Isaiah Kiner Falafa. So, um, fabulous. He, he, Uh, Through five innings, he only allowed two earned runs. He had five strikeouts, but unfortunately, he got nailed in the ankle, but he still made the defensive play to get the runner out at first. And then after he got the runner out at first, he collapsed on the ground and was clutching his ankle. So he had to leave the game after that. So uh, we don't really know what's going on. It looks like day to day, but uh, come on, guys. Let him catch a break. He just came back from Tommy John yeah, surgery. Man. He's thirty six years old. He cannot sustain another injury, even though it is his ankle. Um, all right, you still so have to use that as a pitcher. Damn. Yeah, yeah. But that was that was kind of a crazy play that he he got nailed in the ankle. Still made the play to get the runner out, but fell. Just he was like he was oh like, my goodness he's like i will with, withstand the pain until i get this runner first and end this inning and then i shall drop to the to the ground like a true baller that he is
0: um all right uh i feel like kenta just, did that once too there's another picture that we reported on that did a similar thing that was like got the like made the out and then like completely crumpled
1: yeah that was earlier this year and I think it was also against a start against the Guardians as well. So Guardians, hmm, what are you yeah. guys doing to There's our a whole Asian field pitchers? out there to hit
2: the ball too? Why well, you gotta hit the pitchers? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, and I think that was like Kenta Maeda's second or third start. And then he and then he had to go on right. the IL Yeah. For Oof. a little bit come on speaking that's about not gonna Kinta, happen that's not gonna happen we're not gonna speak that into existence it's not gonna no, happen. no we're not um Maeda, uh he's still he has done some really solid pitching for the twins except the twins for like the first three weeks of august decided not to hit anything ever <sighs> real fucking rude twins that's not how you treat Kentamaeda. Um Brian Wu, like some of our other players, was on the IL during our three-week hiatus due to right forearm inflammation, but he's fine. He came back on August 28th yesterday. He got the win. Only three hits, five strikeouts, 69 pitches, six innings pitch. So yeah, that's good. <sighs> nice. Yeah. Just he's young. Sure. He can bounce yeah. back. Yeah, I really hope that right forearm inflammation is only just right forearm inflammation if i was mariners i would uh, suggest you guys to do some imaging just in case and you you guys will find out in a little bit um people who are doing really well is sean Manaya. you know what according to nbc the last seven games he has posted a 2.04 era and he has a 28.4 percent strikeout rate which is a career best for him so he's having a really great second half of his season but who's having the best second half of the season? It's Me. Kikuchi. Yeah, oh. it's Kim Cooper. Kim <laughs> Cooper pitching for the Toronto Blue Jays. No, it is. It is Kikuchi. He again, according to NBC Sports, keeping a really close eye on our Asian pitchers and making my life a lot easier to find stats. Uh, Kikuchi and JP France have the two best ERAs in the entire league for the second half. Wow. Um, he yeah. up uh, up until. Um, august 27th he had did not allow a single home run in 39 and two-thirds of an innings and then and then on august 27th he did give up one home run he he has found his control again 42 strikeouts versus nine walks that's the key wow wow that's the key
2: Uh, also you get good rest apparently sleeping in someone's pocket so um,
1: oh um, (laughs) sure
2: so yeah he's doing great
1: Sure, except you know, I, I think Kikuchi can no longer sleep in uh, Alec uh, Manoa's pocket anymore because Alec Manoa is no longer pitching for the Toronto Blue Jays. So, well, well he's still in pocket. the organization. He's yeah. he's the, just other, other people have pockets. Oh, yeah. So,
2: yeah, it doesn't matter which pocket. So. I,
0: again, right. Kikuchi is not a bit a small guy. He's, so
2: big. he's six feet tall.
0: <laughs> uh, he's like yeah six what is it six feet like 210 or something yeah. like that
1: anyway yeah. um it's just he has a small face for his yeah. his face and head is not proportional to his body he's like which... the
2: same size as president trump
1: Ugh.
2: according to trump
1: <laughs> Ugh. okay why, why did you say that that's so gross so oh, how dare you taint our wonderful podcast with Trump. now you're gonna have to apologize to say kikuchi yeah that was not cool scott uh, moving well, on moving on in
2: general by talking about the pocket so i just had to
1: take yeah. it further. anyway kikuchi is is having really truly the best comeback year for a pitcher and very happy that he has now kind of really solidify himself as the ace he is the ace for the toronto blue jays right now and uh ryu uh Close second, if you guys stop injuring that man, um, Dane Dunning. Today he started Not fight. your
2: Asian model minority.
1: That's right. He started a fight, but he didn't really intentionally start the fight. He, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't come off as a guy who's like, I'm about to punch you. So, the the Rangers came into Minneapolis, played against the Twins on August 25th. Dunning was not having a good game he he at this point i think walked six players already and he hit jeffers and jeffers did the whole thing of like oh my god did you hit me dane dunning and dane dunning was like what i've already walked six players obviously i don't have control right now um and then the Twins retaliate, and the benches cleared. But Dane Dunning in a post-game interview said that Jeffers was idiotic for his reaction because Dane Dunning wasn't pitching well that night. And you know what? Good for you, Dane Dunning. You should tell more people on the Twins that they're acting idiotic because I don't understand why the Twins are getting all fucking like angry about getting hit when they can't even hit themselves. So and it's not,
0: it's, it's not like, it's not like there was like beef going on. Right. Like when, when it's like, Oh, somebody, somebody like, I, I can't think of an example right now, but in some games there's like some beef going on between the players and somebody gets hit on one team and then somebody yeah. gets hit on another team. And like, yeah, then somebody the gets hit get again. Warned. And it's up ob- yeah. 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 Like, it's just like, if you've walked a bunch of guys, chill chill out
1: yeah and it's just like minnesota has beef with dallas just not the rangers we have beef with the stars which you know was our hockey team until it went to dallas because there's ice in texas anyway it's just not the right beef to be starting with a texas team wow. um uh, minnesota a lot, of, but, a lot
2: of sports franchises leave minnesota what,
1: what's yeah, up with that it's our it's our curse anyway um <laughs> But, but Dane Dunning just had a really rough outing. He he's bouncing back. He'll he'll be fine. And did he get any uh, good punches
2: so, in? Did he get, did he, it? Did he, no,
1: uh, because the benches just cleared. It didn't actually okay, like really so. start of Oh, so they didn't actually fight. They were just like yeah. mad. Yeah. You know, they were he, he all doing the he they were all peacocking someone. Yeah, but if Dane Dunning punched a twin, I would I wouldn't be mad about it. The twins right. do need to be punched right now because Aren't they still I got in first. first? E- yeah, but I got an email yesterday being like, "Buy your postseason tickets right wow. now at a good deal." I'm like, Ooh, "You guys need to shut the fuck up." That's yeah, you what guys are gonna get to you do. guys
0: are gonna get rangered because the Rangers lost <laughs> like a fuck ton of games, and then Seattle won a fuck ton of games, and now Seattle's leading. Yeah,
2: yeah. You you gotta yeah, wait till I, the magic number is down to like single digits and we're only
1: leading the al central right now by like four games because there's always still the cleveland guardians or and i just it's just yeah so all to say if dane dunning really wanted to punch a twin it might wake a them member up of the twins yeah sometimes, it, sometimes it might... that's the
2: wake up call like a brawl and it fires up the team and then they they start playing great so
1: yeah Um, but someone who is doing well in his new organization is Fujinami, who threw a perfect inning on August 7th versus the Mets. And he threw a 103 mile per hour fastball. Wow. Which makes me think, I think he could be a closer. By perfect inning. Oh, that's interesting.
2: Do you mean nine pitches, three strikeouts, three?
1: Uh, I don't know. I am only reporting what NBC Sports reported that I'm Okay. It's reporting usually called an immaculate inning.
2: You know, it's three strikeouts on three straight mm-hmm. pitches, so only nine pitches. Um, cause yeah. it, or a perfect inning could just be, you know, one, two, three without any.
1: Yeah, I, I think maybe it's just that. a one, two, three. Maybe, okay. let, uh, let's play it safe and have okay. it be a one, so two, three well, inning. Three but more important. For him, yeah, that's, that's more-
2: something big, <laughs> <laughs> yeah in a that's
1: a that's a huge inning yeah. okay, and i we'll think because he i think because if he can throw 103 miles per hour and he can control it i think he actually has i think it i think in my opinion they're gonna try to shift him into becoming a closer
0: i could see that
1: because dot
0: com's video says that it's
1: uh nine pitches
2: okay so it wasn't immaculate. Oh. yeah all right so
1: yeah wow um on August 23rd against the Blue Jays, he got the win. Uh, on the 25th, he pitched two innings, but there no earned runs. And then on August 28th, he finally got a win. He got the save, secured a win, secured a save. And he uh, he pitched, and it was a little bit off the plate, but the ump called it. A strike, and he asked Adley Rutschman, who is the catcher of the Orioles, if if it was off the plate. But Adley Rutschman said, "No, it was beautiful. That his pitch Aww. was beautiful. So that was really cute that that happened. So um, really excited to see where Fujinami's uh, is going. He he probably had the most craziest year. I yeah. craziest start to." Yeah. Talking about a comeback, going from an 18 ERA
0: with Oakland on a one-year contract, going from being a starter to being a reliever, and then getting traded to Baltimore, who has unlocked whatever he needed to unlock.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think, and I think the way that he's going, I really do think he might be a closer, and would he be... Scott, would he be the first Asian closer or no, have there been there closers? Been okay. Yeah. Okay. never mind. Just the first the Asian closer. The Mariners had Sasaki
2: for a while as a closer. Uh-huh. The Dodgers had a closer too. Um. Mm.
1: This is all very but exciting he, stuff. He
0: could be. I think he could be. I think you you could be right. I think he could mm-hmm. be a closer. Yeah. But
1: some people I think who need the bump, uh, Kenta Maeda had a really rough – Start yesterday, and you, Darvish, who has had four very rough starts recently, but that's not his got, fault.
0: He just got put on the IL um, mm. for elbow inflammation. So
2: yeah, he didn't look right. I watched
0: uh, elbow inflammation.
2: Yeah, God, that's
1: bad. Okay, well, come on, Padres, protect your asset because you just gave him a huge extension. So <sighs> well,
2: he can rest the yeah. rest of the season and off. That's true. Yeah.
1: That's true. He should rest and continue his uh, protein milkshake line.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast. In case you don't know, you Darvish has his own protein shake or whatever you call it. Nutrition. Anyway, it's called Utrition. nutrition. Absolutely incredible. Best branding I've ever seen in my entire life nutrition if Me you follow nutrition? him on instagram no, he, he utrition. will no nutrition
1: yeah
0: if you follow him on instagram he will promote it occasionally he like does not post on instagram except for like
1: nutrition to, to
0: promote you can nutrition. buy it here i don't know i where you don't can buy think it. so but
2: we should have we should drink, let us we know drink it on on the podcast and give a give a review
1: yeah because i totally exercise and need more muscle mass. Any anyway, but yeah, that's that's where it's going with pitching and, and this is kind of a bum transition, but we got to say it. Shohei Ohtani, he's injured. It happened. It happened, guys. He tore his UCL.
2: Well, he's not AKA. pitching anymore for the rest of the season, and that should shorten this podcast by about 20 minutes. per episode so
1: I don't know I'll believe it when I see it
2: (laughs) theoretically
1: I mean so since our break Shohei Otani has been struggling on the mound ever since he threw that uh complete game shutout where he only allowed one hit against the Detroit uh, Tigers and then went on to hit two home runs later later that day because it was a doubleheader, and so since our, the, our last recording, he's had issues with cramping. Um, he had issues with dehydration and he had to delay starts. He actually missed an entire start in mid-August. So finally last week when he came, returned to the mound, he experienced numbness after the first inning and he was taken out the game. And then they... Uh, Did imaging on it, and it was shown that he tore his UCL. Now, Perry Minasian, the general manager of the Angels, said that Otani and his agent rejected, and I'm saying rejected in quotations, getting any imaging also in quotations done prior to his last starter tear. And also Perry Minasian won't say if it's a full or partial tear or what grade of tear it is. And Otani and his reps right now are getting A second opinion so like Scott said he is no longer pitching for the rest of the season he will only be hitting but he is still doing well he's still leading the league with 44 home runs he's leading the league in triples uh this past weekend he hit a foul ball so hard he broke part of the Mets screen at 109.6 miles per hour and the Mets send uh made a little graphic on their big other big screen that's not damaged right now that said, we're sending you the bill for that show. Hey, So, it seems like he's still doing well hitting, but the timeline is the most concerning part. And when we were talking about earlier this episode about you know, Masataka Yoshida and Sai Suzuki sl- slumping in quotations and needing a break to prevent burnout, to prevent injury, this is where it's just like <sighs> this is what kind of sucks because it's, I feel like the angels did not do their job in protecting Shohei Otani.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think that like Perry Manazian is really trying to uh, shirk responsibility right now, which I don't think is very nice uh, as the GM of an organization. You know, I think that uh, it's, it, I find it tacky to to put it on Otani and his agent quite personally, um, uh, they are getting a second opinion on it. He his UCL is torn. They're getting a second opinion on whether or not he needs surgery, whether or not he needs a second Tommy John surgery. Um, And if he does need a second Tommy John surgery, then people are like, well, that's really going to affect his deal. I personally don't think it's going to affect his deal that much. um, But I, I do think that the angels are directly responsible for this injury because they have let him, uh, like, right. Uh, so to be fair to the angels, part of what made them a good match for Shohei is that they were like, we are the only team that will let you do truly whatever you want. When, when he was coming to major league baseball, the angels were the only team that were like, yes, we will let you pitch and hit all the time. We're not going to try to protect you in the way that like, maybe the dot like the Dodgers, right. Are very conservative they're a very conservative uh team. They pull guys all the fucking time. Always putting guys on the IL with a with, with a little like pain and whatever. Um and the Angels were like, "No, we're not going to do that. We're we're going to trust you. You can do whatever you want." But he had never played it in Major League Baseball, so I think that there is some responsibility there that they needed to um step in at times uh uh and and I think that he seems just like the kind of guy that's like, even though the angels were have been out of playoff contention, like he was still trying, right? Like in this three week span, I was looking back through our messages to see like what stuff we needed to talk about. I had sent you guys a video um, from a few weeks ago where he was like fighting back tears after the angels had lost another game. And like that just goes to show, I think how dedicated he was to trying to make it work. Like, you know, it, it's like a relationship, right? And it feels like Shohei is putting in so, so much and he doesn't have the ability to to take a step back when like to be like, no, I'm just going to like play for fun and whatever. Like there's too much on the line for him, like his contract and just mentally that's not how he plays. And I think that the Angels are responsible for like not, not protecting him enough. I think that this is what happens when you when when one person is carrying the entire team on their shoulders.
1: Yeah and we joked a lot about how Shohei Otani was carrying the entire team on his back and guess what like it resulted in this and and they the angels made it very clear that they were gonna go all in right So of course when they said we're gonna keep Otani, We're not going to trade him at the trade deadline. We're going to try to bring in all these other players. We're going to try to build this playoff team around you. That was a signal to Otani's eyes that, like, okay, let's go. Let's go. And that game that you were talking about that he was crying at was against the Mariners when he pitched six innings, six scoreless innings, and then, I think, hit a home run, and they still lost the game. And it's just like, you know i it's and so when you look at you know the comics the comment section of youtube and you look at the you know comment section of the athletic and instagram and all these other places where they're talking about otani's injury which we i of course like do not advocate advocate for do not look at the comment section because it's like really gonna bomb bum you out but it's very interesting about the journalists are not saying what everybody else is feeling and there seems to be like a growing consensus is that did are the angels trying to sabotage Shohei Otani before before his free agency now like not like sabotage sabotage but like obviously there was a level of carelessness that that makes it seem like negligence at at best I think at best
0: it's at best it's delusion, right? Because they really thought that they could still come back and get the wild card. I think like, like, right. They're, they're willing to, they're willing to overlook what obviously like his velocity has been down. Like he's not been himself pitching. Like they're willing, they're willing to overlook those things, even though they kind of probably knew that something was going on. And instead of being like, no, we really think that you need to get this imaging done um, then, like they 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 just let him say no I don't want to which like yeah if you're Otani of course you don't want to because if something's wrong then they're gonna pull you like then you're not then you're gonna have then you're gonna know right that you have a UCL tear and you're not gonna be able to pitch for the rest of the season as opposed to if you can just fight through it then you can have a few months off and in those few months you can make a historic record-breaking contract and start again with a new team and yeah. maybe nobody would ever know. I'm not saying that he was like willfully hiding it. I I I think that he wanted so badly to win, and he wants so badly to win with the Angels, and to to like he uh, to bring to bring a victory to the Angels that he was willing to do whatever it took. And like part of the management's job is to be like, no, you're like we need to we need to step in here. Like you yeah. you need to slow slow down for a second because who knows if he
2: for pride not just yeah. winning yeah. he wanted to put up some stellar numbers as a pitcher and as a hitter to to do because he's he takes pride in his own performance as well so
0: yeah yeah for yeah.
1: sure but this is when this is when leadership and coaching comes in hand right because you know You, you're, this is why athletes have coaches. Yeah. No athlete. There's not a single athlete in this world that doesn't have a training team, a coaching staff or anything like that at this elite level. And, and to be a really good coach and to really be good at your job at managing players and looking at the longevity of what your players can do and and identifying what their triggers are and what what do, what do they look like when they're exhaust, exhausted and knowing right. when they're going to fight back on it that is what coaching is and that's where the negligence comes in in on the angel staff because you know earlier we we talked about how The uh, Nippon League coaches told the Red Sox coaches, this is what Masataka Yoshida looks like when he's tired. This is his cues. This is his triggers. And you have to, like, this is what we've done in the past. This is how he recovered. And this is how he bounces back. But the Angels didn't do that for Otani. And, yeah, Otani is playing for pride. Yes, Otani, like, probably, there, he did say he rejected getting any additional imaging yeah he wants to go all the way but as a coach you need to be able to say hey i get that i really love your ambition i love your desire to win but guess what i think you're wrong and this is a team sport this is for your this is for your future this is for your overall health let's get we have to do some it's not, testing it's Not a
2: team sport on the angels it's a show sport but
1: yeah and, and also like like, they, they weren't like, oh, we need to
0: preemptively put you on the 10-day IL or something. We think you need rest. They just said, we think you need imaging, which is an MRI, yeah. which is like, you know, that's not going to – that is going to take, I don't know, 30 minutes, and it's not going to affect him at all.
2: He did skip um, a start, though, right? Cause I,
0: yeah, they, he skip did. A start.
2: So th- they were uh, they were watching him, and they, they didn't let him pitch. and They had that weird mix-up with the hurricane when the, – with the – uh a couple yeah. of double-headers, so they just skipped his start. So they must have been suspicious that something was up.
0: But I just, I, I just wonder, like, if a month previous, and we could, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda ourselves to death, of course, but, like, I just wonder if, like, a month previous when when and i don't pay as close of attention to his pitching as as some others do but if, if when his me. when if when he sta- started to like lose form if when he started to lose velocity if they had done the imaging then if that would have been enough to be like okay we're starting to see a little bit of wear and tear on your UCL so we think that we're going to pre- preemptively send you to the IL And I'm sure he wouldn't have wanted to go because he's putting up historic numbers right now and those numbers are going to translate into money and he's not, like, insane. Like, I know he's not playing for the money, but, like, again, it's the pride, right, of being able to be like, I am this very, very good player and instead they let him work himself to the point where now he can't pitch at all.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think what's hard is that there's obviously the angels are going to do what they want to do. Shohei wants to do what he wants to do. And there's just not trust. I don't think there's, it it looks to me with this injury timeline and how, um, uh, angels front office is talking about it. How, uh, well, uh, to be honest, Shohei's not talking about it at all. Him and his team and his reps aren't talking about it at all because that's, that's Shohei Otani. He won't, he won't say anything. Um, it looks like there's – but it kind of looks like to me there's there's a disconnect because if, if the Angels were a better run organization, I think Otani would have more trust in the organization when they want him to do certain things to protect his health and vice versa, right? Right. Well, I think this is the difference between
0: like a, a higher caliber organization and hmm. – the angels, right? Yeah. Like not not meaning to put shade on the angels, but it's just like
2: no, we shit on they, the angels all the time, so
1: it's
0: like it's fine. <laughs> I know, but like uh, they they are professional. Like they do all do this professionally, but I'm just like, oh, I wonder, you know? It, yeah, just have to wonder, like what it could have, should have, in a different c- circumstance, like would would this have have happened?
2: How many starts ago was the 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 complete game? Like four three, four starts ago. It doesn't seem like that long. Like, he seemed to be on the top of his game in top peak physical condition to throw nine innings um, and hit a home run later in the day. It's like, I want... That was on July 27th. Okay, so a month ago.
1: So, uh-huh. like, three
2: starts ago, basically. So, it things had to go south pretty quick right after that. You know, you're still writing the high of that day. That That... May never be repeated in all of baseball history. A guy throws a complete game shutout, and then hits what two home runs in the in the next in the in the second game of the doubleheader, all in the same day. Um, I'm sure that the feeling was the dude's invincible. Like, who who can do that? Um,
0: yeah, but I guess my my thought is like how 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 much did that neg- like how much was he pushing through pain or discomfort to, to
2: pitch do the that. complete game? Yeah.
0: I mean like how much did that negatively affect
2: I'm sure he him? was still on a pitch count of sorts cuz he he was just very effect, effective that day. Um
1: I think he pitched like 110 110 or 112. Day. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that many. Yeah.
2: I mean that but, but they no. they don't usually let him get to 100 <laughs> in in regular No, season. this
1: year they've they've let him get into to 100 okay. a lot.
2: But like not much at 100 he's done. You know, if if that inning ends, he's not coming back. Um Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, I, I think with Otani, and I'm not disagreeing with anything you all have said because it's, it's the fucking angels. So, but since this is the first person to ever do this on a, not just as a pitcher and a hitter, just physically able to do something like this. um, Yeah, we're in kind of uncharted territory. So, mm-hmm. and who knows? I mean, it. this, the thing we have to remember with Otani, this could end at any given second. You know, because no one's done this physically to, to be able to perform at this. I mean, the dude was like top three strikeouts, top five ERA, and leading the majors in home runs in top five on, in um RBIs, top, top two or three in batting average in the American League. I mean, yeah, it's the human body. <laughs> it's it's going to break down even just, I mean, look at all the in- angels that are injured just doing their one thing um so yeah i i don't know i'm more of like zen about it it's just like man i'll just appreciate every second we get to see where he's doing this because i feel like on any given day in, in any given moment a baseball player's career could be over or any professional sports player and yeah. he's yeah. doing this un this this amazing thing that no one's ever done before and so it's gonna end. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna end, in probably sooner past- than later. I think so. Enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I I see where you're what you're saying, but also like it's crazy what athletes can do to bounce back. I mean, this is not Asians and baseball related at all. But last this past weekend, Simone Biles won the championship in gymnastics, U.S. Women's gymnastics, and she won the all-around. And the last time she did that was ten years ago. And now that is a sport that is awful to an athlete's body maybe
2: she got some nutrition and
1: and, uh (laughs) and also she's older and it's a and it's definitely like gymnastics is a sport that only favors very young people
2: she she Um, did take a couple years off though right so um,
1: yeah and that was for for mental mental health health. not
0: because her body was
1: overused yeah yeah and so i i you know naomi osaka is having a baby or just had a baby and it she's training um is come is going to come back to professional tennis serena williams won a won a major uh a grand slam championship after she had a baby and, and I she think was you pregnant know, which is yeah incredible. that's true that's true that's true and i think you know tiger woods came back and won uh won the masters after that crazy 10 years he had plus the car accident and all the injuries and yeah. his back injury and all yeah. that all of the this is to is say drama. is just that yeah that was that was a lot. crazy what a wild time um, yeah all of this is to say is that i think you know this is not to say that shohei otani is done for because well he's obviously it, we, he he can yeah. still work with, with, with yeah. he's like he's, he's like we pulling haven't talked
0: about that pulling a Yeah. Yeah. He's pulling a Bryce Harper of sorts where like, I I wouldn't be surprised if we see, especially now that we've seen Bryce Harper come back, uh, in what, whatever it was like, like, I don't know how long, so fast from Tommy John surgery, um, that he had that I 100% believe that Shohei will be like, and I'll come back even faster, not pitching right away, you know, assuming he has to have the surgery again, but not pitching right away, but like as a hitter, um, but I yeah. I do think I do think that the difference is I, I don't disagree with what you're saying about all those other incredible athletes. But I do think the difference is that I think he's dealing with if I might be a physical therapist and an orthopedist, neither of which I am accredited to do just to be 100 percent clear. I'm an actress and an you can play one. Um, thank you so much. Um, thank you for thinking that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you but, can play his physical therapist in the the future movie about Shohei In the Otari. biopic about his life. Yes. Thank you. Right yes. Yeah.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, so I, this is my audition. Um, I think this is an overuse problem because he is he's putting too much strain on his body. And even when you are a world-class athlete and you have uh, access to some of the best medical care in the entire world, if not the best medical care in the entire world, every single resource you could possibly want, every cryo chamber, every... Massage gun, every cupping, every fucking thing that you could do. I think that he's just he's getting worn out um, because of the two way player of it all. So I do think mm-hmm. he can come back. I do think he can come back. I don't think it's going to affect his contract that much um, personally. And I know that that will that remains to be seen. It may right, knock
2: uh, it may knock 100 mil off of his Oh, wow. So it went from six or seven hundred. It's going to be like five or six.
1: Five. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think like contract.
0: (laughs) Right. Like, I don't think that he's going to be so affected by it. I don't think 100 million is is anything to to be concerned about. I am selfishly concerned. Um, that if he does need a second Tommy John surgery, that that will affect his ability to come to the Dodgers mm. because yesterday they announced that Tony Gonsolin yeah. needs Tom, Tommy, John. Tommy John surgery. And Dustin may has been out all year. I think also from Tommy Tommy John surgery and Walker Bueller is set to return in September, which I guess is in three days. Uh, Walker Bueller is set to return sometime in September from his second Tommy John surgery. So I don't know how, excited the Dodgers would be at this point to yeah um, they need pitching yeah they need they really need pitching so I that makes me yeah
1: yeah but I think I don't think I think it might it might have there might be some rumblings but I think ultimately I think the Dodgers are still gonna try to chase Otani because it's an eight-year
2: deal or 10-year deal and he has to miss the first one pitching and if he can come back it would still be worth it
1: because i think if i was a gm and and this is me auditioning to play (laughs) in her biopic i'm just kidding if i was a gm and i looked at you know if i'm looking at the potential of this two-way player and to have the international stardom of shohei and if I could create Fernando mania and Nomo mania again. So if I'm looking at the metrics of all the financial, um, gains, plus the gains from baseball, like the actual playing of Shohei Otani, I see ka-ching, ka ka-ching, ka-ching in my eyes. And I would still mm-hmm. try to go after him because, um, if, you know, LA is more, I think, Japanese friendly than orange County is LA is more. Dodger stadium is historic. And I think, and I think, Dodger Stadium. You get Shohei Ohtani the first game he's pitching and hitting in. I'm sorry, the first game he's just straight up hitting in. It's going to be sold out. Oh, for it's going to sure. be packed. Oh, for sure. It's like it's like those like Instagram videos of people saying that I paid a hundred dollars and that goes into the future Shohei Ohtani fund um, at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, I I don't think that I'm worried about. His potential at the Dodgers. I just, I'm just mad that the best two years of baseball have been wasted at the Angels so far. I think a like, lot of
0: people yeah. think that. Yeah, I mean, you
2: know, like it's now.
1: yeah, like the best three years of baseball.
2: Yeah, it's all gonna be has Angels been wasted at the Angels. Clips.
1: We didn't get to see
0: any of this happen at the World Series. Yeah, and it's. We got to and see like it in front you, of
1: of ten thousand fans, yeah, or or forty or thirty thousand when the Yankees come into town because um, <laughs> it seems like Angel Stadium is packed when the Yankees are in town. But it's just like what you said earlier, Kim. It's just like it couldn't. It's a, it's a, it it is kind of a double edged knife. But I feel like the edge of the Angels is is definitely sharper because sure they gave them the chance to do it, but. I guess we had March 2023, World Baseball Classic. We had that. That was a glorious three weeks of Otani on the world stage and playing elite level baseball. We we will always have the WBC final, Otani versus Trout.
0: That was crazy. I'll never be over it. But, yeah, yeah I, 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 I I am still hopeful for, for the Dodgers, Um, but I was very concerned yesterday when I saw that Tony Gonzalez was going to get Tommy John. I was like, uh-oh, okay. But Otani's going to get his money regardless. Yeah. yeah.
2: Just for his bat, I mean, even if you take pitching yeah. off the table. The dude hits in the clutch, so,
0: you know. I was seeing somebody, uh, someone on the internet, I think this was a legitimate article, but maybe it was just on Instagram, but was saying that like, even, even without like, you know, he can obviously DH, but he could also play outfield. They could turn him into a first baseman. They could, they could make him into a position player in a way that is going to be less, right? Like that's what happened to Bryce Harper, which Bryce Harper is not a two-way player, but, uh, you know, he was an outfielder. And then when he came back from Tommy John, now they have him at first. So there, yeah. There are things that they can do to keep him in the game. Um,
1: and Ken and Rosenthal wrote that even a DH alone, he's worth five hundred million dollars. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about the money part. I just want, I just want to watch that man play in the
2: postseason. In the post-season. I
1: want him to come to the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I just we need this for the sport, but. You know, Otani, he seems like he's in uh he, he he was smiling uh you know, he he got to face Kodai Senga against the Mets this past weekend. Uh he won the battle against Kodai Senga. So, he made his mark literally against against a, a display, a media multimedia display. So, you know, like he's doing what he he's doing. He He's still leading in home runs without having any run support, and Matt Olson is coming close. I think at forty three, but you know the Braves is that is the murderer's row in of, of terms of a, of a very dangerous lineup. Yeah, but he he's great. This is I just hate Angels front office so much. Yeah, so sad. Very so sad. sad.
0: But, uh, very sad, but hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll learn, learn more soon. Uh, as you were saying, you know, what, how, how bad the injury is and if they think that he'll need surgery. So,
1: yeah. And this is where our ad for nutrition. Yeah. Take nutrition, even though collagen, taking powder collagen doesn't really help. Glutamine is
2: good for recovery. So nutrition, glutamine, I'm going to try and get some.
1: You're going to try to get some nutrition,
2: nutrition, glutamine. Yeah. It's a good for post-workout
1: we all need some nutrition it's been a it's been a rough summer yeah. so we all need some nutrition i don't, nutrition well, I don't now. know what
2: fat soluble vitamin c is I've, I've never heard of that so but there's that
1: too fat soluble
0: oh, i can't c. i don't think i can eat collagen because i don't eat beef oh uh, yeah so you guys will have to try it anyway, anyway. um <laughs> 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 Not We didn't need to put that on the podcast, but we're not going to edit it out. Do we have anything else that we want to talk about this week?
2: No, no, that's it.
0: I think we covered as much as we possibly could in an hour and 30 minutes. Um So if you're on a road trip, you're welcome. And if you're not, you're welcome for several days worth of, of
1: entertainment. Listen at two times. Um, thank
0: you. At, yeah, listen at two times speed. Sorry, we should have put that at the beginning of the episode. But, you know. Yeah you live and you learn. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Asians in baseball. And we'll catch you next time with more Asians in baseball. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to Asians in baseball. Connect with us on Instagram at Asians in baseball on Twitter at AZNs in baseball, email us at Asians at gmail.com or drop us an audio message on anchor. Thanks.